Hey friends, welcome to another podcast of Exercising the Word. Um, it's Dr. Jana again. Hey, um, I am going to put music behind today's message, but I'm not going to give a lot of instruction for how to move. Um, I want to trust that the Spirit is going to move you, that if you just feel like going for a walk or just moving your body, that that is enough. Um, but I have a really exciting message today. So if the Spirit moves you and it just makes you want to run or do um, some burst exercise or uh, a sprint here and there or just a little bit of um, extra intensity or speed when the Spirit moves, please feel free to do so. However, um, just because there's music behind it doesn't mean you can't just listen if you're uh, you know, cooking dinner, making breakfast or just want to put something holy on in your home or while you drive or whatever that might be. I want to give you uh, permission and um, just inspire you to use these. Um, this is just a free complimentary resource so that you can have goodness and godliness and inspiration and hear testimonies about what the Lord is doing. Um, and so I'm adding music to this one so that you can, uh, I, I personally just love worship music, whether I'm resting or moving or whatever. So um, use it as you wish and share it as you wish. I also want to invite you. Um, there is a way that you can make comments on these podcasts and um, your encouragement or hearing what God is doing and how far reaching these uh, podcasts and messages are going. It encourages me. It, it, it's a, um, yeah, keep going. Um, kind of encouragement for me. So anyway, if you feel led and you want to leave me a comment, please, please do so. And if this can bless or inspire anybody else, um, I welcome that as well. So let's get going into today's message. I'm calling it High Tide. And this is an expansion of a message, a video I did on Facebook Live yesterday. So at any point, if you want to see the real raw, um, like 10 minutes of footage from yesterday on the beach, and um, I actually put the camera um, off of me and onto Strands Beach where God gave me this message and spoke this word to me. And then um, I've just meditated on it, made it, meditated on it, chewed on it, gotten lots of feedback on it. And so just I've taken the message a little deeper and I want this one on a podcast so that it is uh, lasting, that people can go back and listen to it, share it, watch it, because you can't save um, Facebook live videos, unless I were to record it onto here, but I wanted to take it deeper. So here goes. So what inspired yesterday's uh, message was um, when I woke up in the morning, I um, there's just a lot of prayer requests that have come in over the last week. There always are. Um, I love this calling. I love to pray for people. Um, I can't meet the needs of every person physically, um, so I always have to pray and ask the Lord, what's my responsibility? Because I also need time to take care of myself and to rest and take care of my family and and so on and so forth. Um, so yesterday was just definitely um, a day of battle and intercession for other people. And so um, the Lord called me to get out in the sun and go walk or run the beach just to move and go battle for uh, my great uncle's life, for his salvation. I got word that he was put on hospice care recently, and I had no idea he was this sick. Um, I got to see him last May, so almost a year ago, after I went to re-retreat 
um, for the, uh, the Revelation Wellness Ministry. So I'm a certified Revelation Wellness instructor. I went through training in 2013, and um, that's that was a lot of what equipped me to do Christ-centered fitness. So that's a, a, as a part of my practice and ministry is a Christ-centered fitness ministry. So I get to teach Christian indoor cycling on Monday mornings at 1045 and Thursday nights at 630 at CB Cycle Barn here in San Clemente, California. So anyway, um, so I've been doing that for three years. I've been teaching fitness since I was 19 years old. So for almost 20 years, which is insane to say, I did lay it down for a few years in between when my practice started to take off in Tennessee. Um, and I was just sick to death of worldly fitness and just the, the pride and the disgustingness, the raunchy music, just, it was, it was fleeting. I was burnt out. Um, and God was doing so much in my heart. And, and, um, I just had this vision that I had no idea how it could ever come to fruition to preach the gospel from a, uh, an indoor cycling bike with the loud, intense worship music, not cheesy, totally relevant, but keeping it about Jesus first, not about the spin. And anyway, revelation came, well, revelation wellness came into my life and I knew I was called to that, but, um, it took three years for God to open the door um, for me to go through the training, he had to rearrange some things in my life and (laughs) give me this vision to sell everything, my practice, our home, our uh, cars, clothes, literally everything. Um, there was a few things that he told us to hold on to. Um, that was when I was in Franklin, Tennessee, and he spoke audibly in my ear with a vision that said, sell everything, move to California, live on a boat and share the gospel. So, um, all that to say, Within five months, we were able to sell or give away everything um, unless it was one specific thing that God told us to hold on to. So a few kitchen appliances, our bedroom set, some clothing, and one vehicle is about it. We gave up our careers, but basically gave up our whole life and everything that we'd worked toward, everything that we had acquired, our ability to make money, um, all those things that you hold so dear that you think you can never move away because you're established here because you have this practice or this business or a family or whatever it is, but by God. And um, so he called us to California and against all odds, we got to move here. At the time, my husband was on um, parole. He um, got in a lot of trouble in his younger years, many, many years ago, and um, because of drug addiction and such. And so anyway... He was still finishing up his pearl. So all I tell you that just because it was impossible for us to move to California. It was a miracle when we got married that he would even be able to move to Tennessee because he was on parole and they said, absolutely not. You can't move across state lines without permission. So it took six months. Excuse me. Sorry, I got uh, interrupted for a second. It took six months from the time we got married for his parole to get approved. We had to walk by faith thinking he was living in Colorado. I was living in Franklin, Tennessee, um, not knowing if he would ever get approved. So it was a huge leap of faith just to get married and not know what God was going to do. We were one day's driving distance apart. So anyway, stressful, exciting, adventurous times back then. That was in 2010. He lived in Tennessee for two and a half years with me after we got married. God did make a way. And then God called us to California on this crazy vision that made no sense. And we were established and we were growing. And um, so anyway, in um, June of 2012, the vision came. And then on 11-11-11, we pulled away from everything that we 
knew and um, loved and lived in Tennessee and headed west. And we did not have a plan. We didn't have jobs. We didn't have anything really. And it was so freeing. So I tell you that to preface you and prepare you somewhat for today's message because I don't want to preach as someone who can't understand who from up so that you don't think that I'm somebody just uh, preaching to take these radical leaps of faith. And I want you to understand where my faith has come from because it's through these um, yeses to the Lord when it didn't make sense and tears and and um, fears that God has built my faith and has healed um, the things that he's revealed through these crazy adventures with Jesus. So I got the prayer request about my great uncle. Last week, I also lost a friend and a patient to cancer. She left behind um, six kids and um, it's just devastating and hard, but she knew the Lord and she shared her testimony and taught Bible studies basically until the day that Jesus took her home. So it is bittersweet, but just praying for her family. Um, Also another dear friend's son who has a genetic bone disease and found out his leg is broken and they've got a lot of decisions to make. Just a lot of things I was meditating on yesterday morning. So I rearranged my schedule. I had a lot to get done, but I just knew that it was time to just go and move because um, that I hear from the Lord when I move. That is just a part of the way God created me. So I basically, I walk across the street. I live at Strands Beach in Dana Point, California. I go and walk and a little bit of running and very early on in my walk, the tide was coming in. There was almost no beach yesterday. Um, the water was coming up and splashing up on the rocks. And immediately, um, I, <laughs> I heard the Lord speak. And if you want to hear or see more, again, you can go um, find me on Facebook. It's Dr. Jana, all one word, D-R-J-A-N-A. And then my middle name, Joshua, and then Grim. Um, you're welcome to follow me on there as long as you're going to be nice and <laughs> be teachable. Um, anyway, so I saw the high tide and the high tide was starting to go out, but God immediately spoke to me and he said, when you see the waters rising, when you see the high tide, know that I am tipping the world in your favor. And I was like, wow. And all I could see was, <laughs> I could see like, um, like I was stepped back, set back from the world and just looking at this, um, the world, the globe, the earth in God's hands and him just kind of tipping it on its axis and the waters are spilling over. The, the high tide is coming up like it does every day. The tides come in and the tides go out. The tides come in and the tides go out. But sometimes there's high tides. Sometimes there's really low tides. And uh, there's a lot of things that are affected based on the tides, right? Um, but the important thing to know is that God, God is the creator of the universe. It's not the universe that gives us things or that controls things. It's not stars that are just randomly aligning. God, our creator, made the creation and the creation is in his hands. He says how high the waters can rise and he says how far the waters will recede. Amen? So 
I was just so encouraged by that. It's like seeing the tide coming in and seeing the waters rising and seeing the circumstances in different people's lives and, and in my life at different times. Um, I'm in the middle of a move. I'm moving my practice. Um, God has opened a new door um, for a new office. And so there's a lot of things to work out. That part has uh, amazingly been incredibly peaceful and joyful. And um, I know it's the Lord. Like a gentleman, he's just held the door open. And um, I know he's in control. I know that he has ordained this because I I wasn't necessarily looking for it. It actually, he had to really kick me out of my home office to be willing to do this again because I feared that um, my practice, this practice that he's given me, it's not really mine, it's his, um, but he's called me to lay it down twice before and then I've been working at home since, since I moved to California and um, so basically for four years and now that I figured this out, I wasn't ready for another drastic change, but it's come to a place where I no longer work from home, but I live where I work. And so it's just time for a change so that my husband and I can have our home, um, a safe place to rest and relax and refresh. Um, we need that back. So anyway, but the Lord had to um, calm my fears because my career and this practice I used to not have as strong of boundaries and I wasn't where I am today in the Lord. And um, it took over our home and our marriage and our life and my health and all these things. And I've just, um, I've had a lot of fears that that could happen again, but he keeps telling me this, I'm doing a new thing. This is different. You're not who you once were. You never will be again. It'll never be what it was before. And that used to break my heart, but I've let go of what was because I know that God had something so much better. So this beach and where he's placed us here in South Orange County, these are um, just tiny pieces of the reward, the great exchange that God gave me in saying yes, saying yes to him and being willing to lay down anything he ever asked of us. Um, but there's so many other blessings. And one of those is the testimony I want to share with you um, today, because our, our obedience it's not about blessings just for us. He does want to heal the things he reveals and he does have a great exchange when we say yes to him and lay down whatever it is he asks. We don't have to question it. We don't have to be able to see what it's all gonna look like or have the plan figured out um, or have a plan B. We just say yes and know that by faith that God is good and he is faithful and that he won't let us down and that he has something so much better and that he will bless the mess out of our obedience. So I want to read some verses to you and I want you to picture this like God holding the whole world, the earth in his hands and kind of tilting it so that the tides, they spill up, they spill up over the beach, they spill up onto the rocks and for a moment it looks like the beach and the resting place, the place where families gather, um, the fun place where you lay in the sun and just rest and refresh and play. It looks like the beach is gone. And yesterday, um, which you can see on the Facebook Live video, there was debris and rocks, pebbles that we don't, we don't have a pebbly beach, it's a sand beach, but there are tons of small and medium-sized rocks all over the beach now because of what this tide brought in. There were um, dead trees and garbage and seaweed and dead things. It brought in a lot of garbage and debris. So um, just such a visual for what the Lord was um, speaking to me. So anyway, right, he says how far the waters come in and how far they go out. He's the creator. 
He's the one that holds the whole world in his hands and he doesn't let the waters come too high. He takes that earth and he just tilts it the other way and the waters recede day in and day out, month after month, year after year. They never spill over more than he says they can. Um, Genesis chapter one, verses nine through 10. Then God said, let the waters below the heavens be gathered into one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. God called the dry land earth and the gathering of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Jeremiah 5.22 says, Do you not fear me, declares the Lord. Do you not tremble in my presence? For I have placed the sand as a boundary for the sea, an eternal decree so it cannot cross over it. Though the waves toss, yet they cannot prevail. Though they roar, yet they cannot cross over it. Friends, it's God who sets the boundaries. He says how high the, the waves can rise. He says how bad the symptoms can get. He's the one that allows the circumstances to roar and rage and come up on the shores. But he has boundary lines and he knows when it's time for the waters to go out. And sometimes we feel like we're getting sucked out into the riptide, right? And sometimes a rip is small and sometimes it's huge and it takes you way out. It takes you way out. But God always, he always has a way of escape. He always has a way out. He is our lifeguard. He is our life support. He is the one who rescues us from the deep. And he's the one who calls us out into the deep, right? Out into the unknown, out onto the waters. He's calling us to walk on water. If the waters are rising, he's tipping the world in your favor because he wants to bring debris and trash and infection up out of our heart. He wants to draw it out of the depths of the sea of our life and our heart, our sickness, and expose it because what he reveals he wants to heal. Amen? Let him reveal it. There's no shame. There's no condemnation. Everybody has sickness in their heart. Everybody is a sinner that needs a savior. Everybody needs grace. There's nothing that can separate us from the love of God. There's nothing that can make us love him, that make him love us more or love, uh, love us less. Let him take you deep. Let him take you out into the deep. Deep cries out to deep. 
if you're being sucked out into that riptide or if the waves are tossing you around and you feel like you're getting stirred up in sandy um, waves and you're just getting flipped on your head. I have been there. I've been hurt in the surf before. It's not fun. It's terrifying. But God has a way out. He will, he will make a way of escape. I want to read another verse to you. We know that God is for us, right? And the word of God says, if God be for us, who can be against us, right? He is for us. If, he's, if the waters are rising, he's allowing them to rise. He's allowing things to be revealed, to reveal sin in our life so that we might repent and be set free and turn from our wicked ways. Because sin has consequences. We're forgiven the second we ask for forgiveness, but we don't escape the consequences of sin necessarily. There are consequences. God made our bodies to have symptoms. He made it so that sin would have consequences, so that we would know <laughs> what is not good for us. Amen? Um, so what we need is an interpreter. We need um, the Word of God. We need conviction. We need the Holy Spirit to interpret for us what these symptoms or circumstances are saying. We need to seek first the kingdom of God and ask, what is it that He's doing? Because if we try to just medicate the symptoms away, if we try to just ignore or check out, we're putting up a block to God's great love. We're closing off the valve to his, his agape love that wants to flood our hearts, that wants to flow down from heaven into us and heal those deep wounded places. It wants to take the trash out. It wants to pull out the infection. It wants to put a holy salve on those hurt and broken and infected places. He wants to go in and clean up that mess. So he's drawing it up. The waves of the ocean are drawing this stuff up onto the beaches, onto the coastline, onto the shore so that it can be cleaned up. We don't medicate it away. We don't ignore it. We don't set up dams in our life. We don't set up bitterness and resentment. We don't drink it away or drug it away. We stop checking out and we go check in with Jesus. We stop ignoring symptoms and we go deep. We let the tide carry us out into the unknown where we have to have faith, where we have to be wholly and completely dependent on our Jesus. Amen? Where God has to carry us, where God is in the lead. We slow down so that we can catch up with him. It's not, I'm going this way, God, follow me. No, Jesus said, follow me. Follow Jesus, not come on God, follow me. It's the other way around. So sometimes he has to bring the tide in. He has to bring the storm to humble us, to show us our great need and desperation for him. But he will rescue. He will carry. He will speak to us. Even if we can't swim, he can. If God be for you, who can be against you? He has a way out of the riptide. Listen, 1 Corinthians 10.13 says, The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, He will show you a way out so that you can endure. 
Amen. Come on. He will show you a way out so that you can endure. Friends, Jesus is our medic. He's our lifeguard. He's the one watching out for us. He's our life support. He is our comforter. He's our healer. He is the great physician, wonderful counselor. He's our strength. He's our perseverance. He's our peace when the storm is raging. He is our patience when we feel like nothing's going our way. He is the one that causes us to persevere. He gives us wisdom. Wisdom is not common sense. Wisdom is not knowledge. Wisdom is from the Lord. Wisdom is from the Lord. It is everything. We need godly wisdom. We need to seek Him first so that we know what to do about these symptoms, so that we know how to interpret what He's doing in the storm when the waters are rising. So listen, Proverbs chapter 8, verses 25 through 29. This chapter is called Wisdom Calls for a Hearing. Verse 25. So God is teaching us about wisdom. It says, Before the mountains were formed, before the hills I was born, before he had made the earth and fields and the first handfuls of soil, I was there when he established the heavens, when he drew the horizon on the oceans. I was there when he set the clouds above, when he established springs deep in the earth. I was there, wisdom was there, when he set the limits of the seas so that they would not spread beyond their boundaries, and when he marked off the earth's foundations. Once again, the word of God, the word of life tells us that God set the limits of the seas so that they wouldn't spread beyond their boundaries. God sets the boundaries. He's in control. He says how far the waters rise. He says how far they recede. Remember that. When the high tide comes, when a king tide comes, when the waters are rising, when the symptoms are increasing, when your circumstances feel like they're chaotic and spiraling all around you, the that God is tipping the world in your favor. He's allowing it for a reason. He's drawing up something in your life. He's training you in patience. He's training your faith. He is building perseverance and strength. He's teaching you how to praise him in the storm. He is teaching you, giving you opportunities to choose joy and choose praise and to make that the natural reaction instead of complaining and grumbling and freaking out and staying a woman or a man who is constantly frazzled and freaking out and stressed out. 
and working your tired, weary bones to death. He wants to give us rest. He wants his people to be a people of rest and faith. Listen, Psalm 107, 29 says, He caused the storm to be still so that the waves of the sea were hushed. He caused the storm to be still so that the waves of the sea were hushed. Psalm 74, 13, You divided the sea by your strength. God has all the strength we will ever need. He can calm raging seas. He can calm 70-foot swells. He can bring you safely back to shore. He's the light in the darkness, calling you in, showing you where the coastline is. He can cause you to walk on water. He can take raging seas and turn them into glass. Listen, I just want you to worship for a second and I'm going to tell you the end of the story from those prayer requests. Amen. So, so <laughs> I have all these prayer requests yesterday, all these things I want to lift up. I work with 
all these different kinds of patients and uh, people who just need help and need hope and need healing and in so many different ways, spiritually, emotionally, physically. And um, if you don't, if you're not holding tightly to Jesus, this stuff can totally overtake you. Um, it used to in my early years in practice, but God has shown me how to just cast my cares on him. He's used this calling to help heal me and to learn to cast my cares upon him and to trust him and and just how how absolutely powerful and how um, important um, prayer and intercessory prayer is. So that's what yesterday was all about. It was just saying, yes, God, I'm willing. I'm giving my time and I'm going to go and I'm going to walk. And I'm when you say walk and I'm going to run, and I'm just going to let the spirit move. And so just to give you those who are kind of new to this, um, Practically, I just have my playlist, my worship music, or um, one of these podcasts I might re-listen to, or I'll listen to Revving the Word um, on your, if you want another podcast that is going to pour into you and be totally holy and good and train you in godliness, um, you can look up Revelation Wellness, Healthy and Whole. And um, those podcasts are a huge blessing to me, too. That was actually what I listened to first before I put on my playlist. Um, and in between those two is when the Lord spoke to me. So um, anyway, <laughs> I'm walking with my dog. The Lord spoke all this stuff to me. And I was just like exploding with revelation. I just had to share a message. So I went and found a little corner of the beach to make that Facebook Live in. And I just invited anybody who would come on the video or listen to join me in prayer and pray for my great uncle's salvation um, and for those other things that we were lifting up. So within three hours of that video and then about 30 minutes of a prayer walk where I specifically was interceding for his salvation, I got an email. <laughs> I got an email from my cousin saying that my great uncle's son who their whole family are believers that they got to lead him in a salvation prayer and he received Jesus within three hours of us gathering as the church and believing and not doubting for his salvation. I was bawling my eyes out um, so I went and made another Facebook live video with our Revelation Wellness family sharing the good news because in one hour I got this email about Bob um, surrendering his heart and another prayer request which I am not going to share the details on here just um, to protect somebody's identity but um, my uh, the other Revelation Wellness instructors and I had been specifically praying for someone and um, God used me as I showed up at this place unexpectedly I was confirmation for somebody about a decision they were gonna make and all I had to do was show up and be obedient to what God had instructed me to do after a back injury the day after Christmas and I sought the Lord first and asked him how I was to get better how was I gonna rehab my back how was I gonna recover from these bulged discs as a chiropractor I could have come up with my own treatment plan in my own head, my own head knowledge, but I don't do that. I know better now. I sought the Lord. I prayed and I fasted and I asked the Lord, show me what to do. Show me step one. Show me step two. And then what? And where? And who? And I didn't ask him or question him about the money. I didn't want to spend the money either. This has been expensive, some of the things he's called me to. But in saying yes, 
he allowed me to hurt my back <laughs> to teach me how to better care for myself this coming year and in the years and days ahead so that I wouldn't get hurt again, so that I um, could last, so that I could do my calling without pain. And it has worked. I'm feeling so much better, so much stronger. There were things I was neglecting and not doing deep tissue work enough. Um, he called me to get a one-year chronological Bible and read it each morning because there's just a, a reading. It's got today's date, and I read whatever is in that date. It's structure. It's good for me um, because once I get out of bed, the calls come in. My husband asks questions. People need. Um, work starts to <laughs> pile up, and um, before you know it, days can go by and you haven't read the word. And I just know that it's not a legalistic practice. It's not religious duty. It's an honor. It is absolute water and nourishment and spiritual nutrition for me to face my day. And I can say that in having this, that one discipline along with the other just uh, weekly disciplines of doing Pilates and the things that God called me to do for me, um, at the place he called me to, he has not only blessed me and healed my body and strengthened me spiritually as well as physically and emotionally, I have felt so much more peace, my body feels so much better, and on top of it, he used that location where he sent me to be a confirmation for someone else's one to two year prayer request to say yes to something God was calling them to do. Isn't that awesome? Our yes, seeking first the kingdom of God, is going to be someone else's yes, is going to be someone else's blessing, because it's not just about us. The high, the high tide was coming. When I hurt my back, the waters were rising. It was a king tide. I had to close my practice for three weeks. I didn't know if I was going to get better. I didn't know if it was a herniated disc that was going to require surgery versus a bulge disc. I couldn't walk. I couldn't twist. I couldn't lift. I was in tears. The pain was so bad that one day I was throwing up all day, which was making the pain worse. And um, fear and discouragement were trying to take over. But God, in three weeks, I was not just healed, but I was better than I, than I began, better than I've been in years. Only God. Because I didn't do things based on textbook knowledge or scouring the internet or seeking other humans' opinions, but I prayed and I asked the Lord and he led me one step at a time back to freedom, to more freedom. And now I'm seeing just incredible breakthrough and answered prayers. I'm not saying that it's because of me, but I do know that God blesses our obedience and he loves when the church comes together and prays and lays down their life to fight for their friends. John 15, 13, we've been studying it this month. Greater love hath no man, no woman, no person than to lay down their life for their friends. Lay down your own understanding. Be willing to let go of whatever God asks of you. If he asks for your career, know that he's got something better. If he asks you to be a stay-at-home mom, know that he's got something better. If he asks you to sell something, know that he's got something better. If he's saying to quit working out for a while because you're obsessing over your body, he's got something better. He's got the healing that you're looking for. You don't have to fear gaining weight. You don't have to fear losing muscle tone. He can preserve what needs to be preserved and he's gonna get rid of whatever needs to get rid of. He, he's going to draw up the, de the debris. The, the high tide is gonna bring up the garbage. Thank God, thank God.
and it's going to be good and it's going to be worth it. And you're going to walk freer and lighter and it's going to be the best calorie burn and you're going to keep weight off the weight of shame, the weight of obsession, the physical weight. You're not going to be tempted when you're seeking first the kingdom of God and you know that he created the heavens and the earth and he created us, you and me in his image that he intricately knit you like intentionally formed every single part of your being from the color of your hair to the color of your eyes, the shape of your nose and your face and the size of your breasts and your thighs and your height and your weight. He did that and he called it good and perfect. It's not evolution. You're not the product of mutations. Name of Jesus. You were created intentionally by a God who loves you in his image. And Jesus said that we would go and do greater things than him. Wow. Wow. I say yes and amen, church. I say yes and amen. And I'm so excited just to see what God did yesterday. Two huge answered prayers. One, the best prayer request that we could ever have. Knowing that on somebody's deathbed, they were facing heaven or hell. Let's just be straight up. And they chose eternal life. This is somebody who has been bound by pride and has denied Christ his entire life. And my great aunt, when she passed away in September, all she wanted was to see her husband surrender. She loved him so much and she loved Jesus. And we knew where she was going. So although we were devastated to let her go, I had peace knowing where she was going. When I know that someone does not know Jesus, I will rearrange my schedule and I will go fight for their life in the spirit through intercession, knowing I have no power, but God does. He has the power over heaven and hell, the oceans, the tides, the stars, the sun and the moon, your circumstances, your health, everything. Amen. Come on, come on church. Let's worship. He's so good. He's so good. He's so faithful. He hears your prayers. He hears your prayers. The thoughts that he thinks about you are greater than the sands of the seashore. You can't even count the grains of sand in a handful of sand. The creator of the universe, the name above all names, he loves you. He thinks so many thoughts about you. You could, have, you could never think that many thoughts. And they're good. They're good. They're so good. He's tipping the world in your favor. Praise him. Even when you're getting sucked out to sea, you can praise him. Trust him. Trust him. Be dependent on nothing but Jesus. Nothing but Jesus. No relationship. No health goal, no person, no job, no promotion, no amount of money or car or home, new home, nothing will satisfy. Longer eyelashes, a darker tan, new boobs, they're not going to satisfy. They're not going to satisfy. They're not going to satisfy. They're the counterfeit. Don't do it. Come on, be dependent on Jesus. 
He's good. He's what you're seeking. He is the joy, the peace. He's the rescue. He's everything you're looking for. Come on. Believe. Believe. I just want to pray for us before we go today. I'm so humbled at what God has done in such a short amount of time yesterday and today. And that is my only reason for making these podcasts and wanting to inspire and encourage you guys. My mission for this practice and ministry is to educate, inspire, and equip people to be healthy, which means spiritually, emotionally, and physically. And to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, because that's what everybody really needs. At the root, we cannot be whole. There is no wholeness without Jesus Christ. And to know him is to know his word and to spend time with him. You can't know somebody if you don't spend time with them. So Lord, I lift up every listener. I lift up um, every believer and non-believer who would ever hear this message, God. I pray, Lord, that you would increase our faith. I pray that you would especially increase our faith when the waters are rising, when things don't look good, when um, we feel like we're going to sink into the depths of the sea, God. I pray that you would bind up depression, Lord. I pray that you would bind up every fear and that your perfect love would overflow us, God, and it would cast out those fears just as your word promises, Jesus. I pray that you would bring hope to the hopeless, Lord. I pray that you would um, forgive us for our disbelief, Lord. I pray that you would encourage us to pray without ceasing, Lord Jesus. I pray that you would give us the ability to choose joy and to choose to act instead of react. I pray that you would calm emotional chaos, Lord Jesus. I pray that you would bring up the debris and the trash and um, the dead things in our hearts, in our minds, and in our lives, Lord, that do not satisfy those things that are keeping us sick. For we know, God, that spiritual and emotional problems manifest themselves physically in our lives, and they lead to diagnoses, misdiagnoses, to be honest. Um, And uh, we can't medicate, Lord. Help us to seek first the kingdom of God, to seek you first for every decision for what doctor to go to, for what medication to take or not take, what uh, supplements to take or not take, um, when to work out and when to rest. Lord, all these decisions that we so quickly just think we have it figured out, Lord, but we need you. We need wisdom, Lord. We ask for your wisdom, Lord. Pray that you would just delete and um, annihilate the lies, things that we have maybe read or seeds that have been planted that Um, are not drawing us closer to you or that have led to uh, false teachings or false beliefs or fears, God. And I pray that you would make all things new, Lord. I pray for a clean slate today 
I pray that people who don't know you would be pray that people that don't know you would be saved, God. I pray for the salvation um, of the lost. I pray that you would bring home the prodigals, Jesus. I pray that you would prepare families and friends for the party, Lord, the prodigal party, Lord, that um, the slate would be wiped clean, the past would be the past, and that we could just move forward in freedom for Christ's sake, Lord, for your kingdom's sake. I pray that revival would break out in our hearts and in our homes and in our marriages, God. I pray that people would not fear the deep waters and the dark waters, Lord, because we know, God, that if you are for us, who can be against us? That we don't have to fear that you are on our side, God, that your spirit living in us empowers us to do the impossible because we know, God, with you that all things they are possible, Lord, and we thank you for it, God. We praise you. We give you all the glory for all these answered prayers and all that will ever be for the creation of the world and the creation of us, Lord, and um, everything that is, that is in your world, Lord, for we know that all good and perfect gifts are from above. Lord, we love you. We thank you for the things that we get to enjoy this side of heaven. In Jesus' name, amen.